0: Hello and welcome to the Daily Red, your lunchtime catch-up on all things Liverpool FC on a very quiet Tuesday where not much is happening, we're not expecting much to happen. The Reds don't play again until they face Cardiff in the FA Cup in a fortnight's time. We're not expected to do any business in the transfer window, but something may pop up. There's been links to Fabio Carvalho. It may well be that he's one that Liverpool are looking to bring in in the summer when they can just pay a tribunal fee rather than paying a fee to Fulham to release him now. Fulham probably won't want to lose him at the moment given their attempts to get promoted back into the Premier League and how important he is to that promotion push. But other than his name, there hasn't really been any concrete links to anybody David Ornstein has mentioned Aurelien Many, He's probably for the summer. He would be a phenomenal signing in the same vein as bringing in Kanate. He's that level of, of prospect, 21 years of age, and he's been bossing games in the French top flight for 18 months now. So if we could get him in, it would be the delayed replacement for Ginny Wijnaldum that we've needed. He'd also provide cover for Fabinho and a long-term successor to Fabinho in that number 6 position. Monaco have been credited with interest in Naby Keita in the past, so maybe there's some sort of swap deal to be done there if the club decide they don't want to extend Naby, that they want to move on from him. If Naby decides that maybe he's had enough of having to sit on the bench while James Milner and Brian Henderson wander around the pitch, maybe he decides He wants to go on. Uh, So, potential there. I think the fact that Ornstein reported it is a good sign. He generally doesn't report on things unless there's real traction in it. And you remember last year when he broke the news about Kanate. The deal was almost done. And there's some suggestion that maybe the Chumeni deal is almost done for the summer. But we'll have to wait and see. But those two do seem like they could well be summer arrivals. One player who's been linked with moves away is Joe Gomez. Now, he won't be allowed to leave this month, but it will be no surprise if come the summer he'll have interest. And he may well feel that for the good of his career, at 25, as he will be then, he might want to move on. He might want to go play regularly somewhere. He's not going to get back in the England setup as the fourth centre-back at Liverpool. And he's too good to be the fourth centre-back anywhere. But he's just unfortunate in that Matip has moved ahead of him over the last 12 months, or probably over the last 18 months, in, in truth. And Kanate has moved ahead of him. And Kanate has such a high ceiling that you really can't hold him back. You would be I'd be surprised if Kanate is not starting next to Virgil at the start of next season, at the very latest. So, Gomez may decide to move on. And if he does, we'll command a a premium price uh, to get him sold. Aston Villa, rumoured to be interested. AC Milan, rumoured to be interested. But if you look up and down the league, Joe Gomez would improve pretty much every team in the Premier League. Now, Manchester City can argue that they have Diaz and Laporte. That's fine. But he's better than any of Chelsea's centre-backs. He's better than Harry Maguire. He's better than anybody at West Ham or Arsenal. Only Romero's better than him at Spurs, but he'd fit perfectly on the right of their back three. Walks into the teams at Wolves, Brighton, Leicester, Villa, Southampton, Palace, Brentford, Leeds, Everton, Norwich, Newcastle, Watford, and Burnley. Now, obviously, only a couple of clubs could afford him, but Tottenham would be an interesting one. He's a London boy. They want to play a back three. I think Joe Gomez was born to play a back three. I think it's the ideal role for him. Right side of a back three. I think he'd be perfect. So that could be one to watch. I don't think we'd sell to Chelsea. United won't be in the market for a centre back. I don't think Arsenal will either. They'll get Saliba back. And Saliba and Gabriel is a fairly promising pair. And then they'll have White. So I think Tottenham and Villa would be the two clubs to watch. Villa makes sense for him in that he's got a relationship with Gerrard. When Gerrard was coaching at Liverpool. Ezri Konza is one of his close friends. They came through the academy together at Charlton. So Villa could make sense. And I think that pairing of him and Konza would work very well. So those would be the two domestic clubs to keep an eye on. To clubs that would have both need and the finances to do it. Abroad, like I say, AC Milan have been mentioned, but there's a number of clubs that could do with a Joe Gomez. I mean, he starts for Barcelona. Without question, he starts for Barcelona. He starts for Juventus. If they lose Delict, then they could be looking for a centre-back and Joe Gomez could fit the bill there. There'll definitely be interest. There will be money offered. And I think it will be his decision. I think the club would like to keep him. I don't think they'll actively look to sell him. But if he, if he asks to go, I, I don't think they'll stand in his way. Speaking of not standing in people's way, it looks like Nat Phillips will get his move. Now, we don't have any names of clubs that are making offers as yet, but there are at least four clubs being credited with interest, with strong interest. Watford is one, Newcastle is another, West Ham is another, and Sheffield United. Now, I would imagine Sheffield United will be looking to take him on loan with an obligation to buy if they came up. And the issue with that is, well, number one, we want the money now, but number two, they're... 11th in the championship. They're 8 points off playoff spots. They do have 3 games in hand on Huddersfield but they've been so inconsistent this season that it's hard to see them putting together a run. That kind of move could make a lot of sense for Nat. Watford would make sense for him. If he goes to Newcastle he's going to be a squad player. If he goes to West Ham he's going to be a squad player. Watford and Sheffield United, he could walk in and start. So, something to keep an eye on over the next week. I'd be surprised if he's still at the club come the end of the window. They may well even take a loan just to move him on and get get him some games because I think he's probably starting to get a bit frustrated with how little he's played. And with Reese Williams back now following his unsuccessful loan at Swansea, there's no real reason to keep Nat around if we can find a loan. And if we can get a loan fee for him, all the better. Uh, to look around the main Liverpool sites then, we've got this is Anfield. No AFCON 3-0, no worries for Liverpool as Klopp side still have all to play for. Uh, January would have broken lesser teams, but Liverpool it. Meh, yeah, I mean, played one good team, failed to beat them, I mean, that Don't know that I I, I would go as far as Boston. Certainly a good month. um, Surprisingly good, all things considered. But let's look at the games played. Chelsea 2-2 draw. Threw it away. Brentford not in good form. And they gifted us three goals. And Palace who outplayed us for massive chunks of that game. Good wins, absolutely, but not exactly a murderer's row of opponents. Shrewsbury in the Cup. I mean, we'd expect to beat Shrewsbury with an under-14 team, let alone one that included senior players. And then Arsenal. And, I mean, it would have been quite embarrassing if we'd lost to Arsenal because they're Arsenal. And they're managed by a fella who's a PE teacher by day and a Lego model by night. Yeah, they've got a fella in goal who looks like the rugby-playing cousin that comes over to visit during the summer and you're out playing football with your mates And he doesn't really play football. He knows the rules. He knows the basics. And you say to him, you go and goal. And his natural athleticism means that, you know, he can throw himself around. He's a rugby player, so he's obviously a bit touched in the head, as goalkeepers need to be. So he'll fling himself about in the goal, and he'll make some spectacular saves. And everybody will be like, oh, my God, this is the best keeper we've ever seen. And then all of a sudden, there'll be that one dribbler of a shot that hits a little divot in the ground. And goes through his legs or something. Everybody has that cousin. Or knows someone that has that cousin. He's that cousin. Ben White looks like he should be on Love Island or Geordie Shore. This is not a football player. This is not a football player. That Arsenal team. You know, Jacques getting midfield in the first leg. No midfield in the second leg. We should be beating them. So, yes, a good a good month. Absolutely, but let's not get carried away. Let's not get carried away. The only game that was against the team on our level was Chelsea. And I'm talking our level without Mo and Mane. The only team on our level is Chelsea. The rest are teams we should be beating without Sadio and, and Mo. Um Super Allison, Matip, and Title Hope boost the last word on Crystal Palace 1 Liverpool 3. Liverpool hire a mental health therapist to deal with online abuse. Uh, first in the Premier League. I believe she's going to work with young players more than the senior team. Um Nabi Keita's AFCON journey ends at last 16 will return to Liverpool. Found it interesting that it was. Phrased by so many accounts yesterday is Nabby, Kate has Guinea eliminated. And Naby didn't play in the game. If he had played in the game, Guinea would have won the game. But he was suspended. Salah given penalty warning as Fabinho hailed. Mo will not be happy. I don't think Mo will care. Mo cares about the team. Mo will stay on the penalties. Uh, I, I I think we have two great penalty takers, though. Three if you count Milner. Milner to his credits, a very good penalty taker. But Moen and Fab are great penalty takers, so you know we're we're in good, good shape there. Um can we talk about his crossing? Virgil van Dijk left in awe of Matthias Musilewski and his crossing. Yeah, this is a video that's going round of Musilewski just dribbling between some cones and then crossing, and every single cross is exactly the same. The consistency is phenomenal. So, uh, you know, he's obviously a very talented young player who's been hyped for a while. So we'll wait and see. Harvey Elliott giving heroes reception after belated return to Blackburn. Obviously, Harvey spent last season there on loan. Was outstanding for them. Um And was back at at Ewood Park last night as Blackburn beat Middlesbrough 1-0, I believe it was. 1-0, yeah. Um, Blackburn going brilliantly this season. Second in the championship. Five points behind Fulham. Three ahead of Bournemouth, but Bournemouth do have a game in hand. Uh, But for Blackburn to even be in the mix is really, really impressive. Considering they'd started the season quite poorly. But they've really turned things around and credit to them. be great to see Blackburn back in the Premier League and get, you know, all the clubs that have won the Premier League back into the Premier League. Um, Liverpool and Manchester City fixtures before, so it's just a basically a rundown until we play them on what is scheduled to be April, the 9th, I would guess, it gets changed to April 10th and is the super sunday game of that weekend those tv fixtures have not yet been set uh cody gackball is being linked with a move to liverpool he's a very very talented player 22 years old 22 years of age 10 goals in all competitions very very interesting um that's pretty much it from there on to liverpool.com. Uh, Harvey, Liverpool ha- handed Harvey Elliott reminder as unique celebration speaks volumes. That's again, that's the Blackburn game. Um, new 38 million Premier League duo send Liverpool transfer message and FSG must listen. Patson and Daka and Michael Alise were both linked to Liverpool in the summer. The club did not make offers for the duo and in the end They may come to regret it. And I agree with this. Now, look, I wasn't all that keen on Daka because I think he's maybe just a little bit raw and a little bit rudimentary for what we do. But Michael Elise was one we should have been all over. £8 million, that level of talent, that kind of versatility that he offers. That's the type of signing we should be making every single summer, you know. We should be signing a couple of those type of players every summer. Nobody wants Liverpool to go and buy a Jack Grealish. No one has ever asked for that. Well, other than idiots on the internet, but no one has ever asked for that. What we want is just a little bit more spending, a little bit more investment in the squad, a little bit more safeguarding of the future of the club. And signings like Michael Alise are key to that. We have a net profit of £13 since winning the Champions League. That's unacceptable. And again, nobody's asking for hundreds upon hundreds of million. But couldn't you go to, couldn't you spend, say, 30 million per summer extra since? Couldn't you have done that? You'd have a net spend of, I don't know, somewhere in the region of about 75 million over three years. The vast majority of the division have more. Championship clubs have more. And again, it's 25, 30 million per summer. It's not 100 million or 200 million per summer. It's one player who can contribute straight away and one player who can be a big, big part of the future. You know, like Again, you look around the league, Emmanuel Dennis, 4 million, Max Cornet, 14 million. You know, Michael at least say 8 million. There's a bunch of these players out there that went for great value. James Justin, a couple of years ago, 8 million. We would have signed Ezri Konza a few years back, but they wouldn't sanction, I think it was 4 million to get him from Charlton. You know, these are the type of things that people are upset with. It's, it's not not signing it. Jack Grealish, Jesus wept. Why would we want Jack Grealish? Liverpool have already made clear decision as 12 million transfer switch edges closer. It's reported that Stephen Gerrard isn't giving up hope of signing Joe Gomez. But Liverpool would rather offload someone else. So obviously, the player they'd rather offload is Nathaniel Phillips. Um, which obviously is devastating news to Dan Kennett to see his son. Sold by the club, but it's for the best, Dan. It is for the best, so you know, you're just gonna have to suck it up. You can still see him at Christmas, get yourself involved in the negotiations for the new deal to get you a new car, all that kind of good stuff. Um, Liverpool could sell a player and sign seven million man with the same name as Jurgen Klopp, crazy on transfer. Oh, this is about selling. Nico Williams, who who uh, rumored, is rumoured to have asked to leave, and Nico Williams, then, of Athletic Bilbao, um, younger brother of Inaki Williams, who we were linked with for many, many years, uh, is someone we could bring in. I, I wouldn't be against it. I wouldn't be against it. I do think he might be more talented than his brother. I really do think he might be more talented than his brother. Could do it adding a little bit of end product, but that was always his brother's thing as well. Not always not always the most lethal in front of goal. Lightning quick though. My God. And uh, that'll do that one. Uh Liverpool sent transfer reminder by assist machine like Coutinho and Thiago. Fabio Vieira, very average, leave him where he is. Uh Liverpool can repeat. Louis Suarez transfer again this is Cody Gakpo, as mentioned on this is Anfield and onto Anfield index.com there is a new article up entitled Tiago and Trent effect by Stephen Smith so do give that one sorry it's called Trent and the Tiago effect it is up on the site so do give that one a listen we will have a new scouted recorded today and there's plenty more to come. We're going to be recording on the books myself and brother Downey this week. Uh, we'll have another scouted later this week. Even with no game, we're going to give you two. And uh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure some of the others will get their act together, and there'll be one or two that don't have me on them. Uh, I'm sure there'll be an under pressure this week from the Palace game. You know the lads will definitely do that, and, and I'm sure there'll be some other things get done as well. So keep it listening out for all of those, and uh, yeah, that's it. That's me for today. Talk to you tomorrow. Bye bye. Sports Social Podcast Network.